podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Kules. Welcome to the Barca Talk Cafe. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in Madrid, Spain. And every week, Mariana Guzman of Conexión Deportiva and the Adena Barca podcast joins me from Barcelona as we talk the latest FC Barcelona football from Spain. Mariana, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Hello. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? How is these summer vibes? Uh, so far, so good. Next week, I start my intensive week. So I I'm hate excited. you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Bye bye. <laughs> I don't want to keep talking to you. <laughs> I am so jealous of you. So, so deeply jealous of your intensive schedule. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who don't know here in Spain, they have and also I think in France and in Italy as well, they have what's called summer uh, schedule. So basically, uh, you start at the same time, but you finish early and you don't have a lunch. So I will be finishing at 4.30 on Monday through Thursday and 3 o'clock on Friday. And I'm extremely excited because this is the last Whoa. week we have the regular hours. And yeah, it's my first time, Mariana. So I hope I can adapt. to getting You are me. living the Spanish <laughs> dream. That's the Spanish dream. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> How is your how is your summer of beaches? Yeah, well, it's it's nice. It was San Juan, which mm -hmm. is a very important holiday here, and it was nice. I mean, Barcelona, uh, it's it's wonderful in summer. I mean, not like Plaza Catalunya and all of the all those yeah. places that are like full of um, giddies, you know, <laughs> of, course, of, course. of the tourists or whatever. But like the beaches, like the real like Castel de Fel beaches, they're like amazing and wonderful. So, so it's nice. I, I really, I love Barcelona, but in summer, it's like, whoa, it's like, I'm like the beach. It's like gives me life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. And also during the summer, you have all these different festivals in the neighborhood. For example, you mm -hmm. know, when I, when I lived in, in Barcelona for the summer, I didn't realize there were going to be all these festivals in the neighborhood, like the Gracia festival that comes up yeah. in August, I think, or late July, which is amazing where all the streets get decorated by a theme. When I was living in Barcelona, they did the theme of Avatar, the movie. So everything was nice. like the forest and it was, it was so much fun. And so, yes, that Barcelona has a different feel and vibe during the summer, which is really cool. And like you said, it's on the outside of the city, more or less, right? The barrios and the beaches, which is really cool during the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you, are you going to come? Uh, no. I, but no? How, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm working my schedule, and nice. I will be coming to Barcelona for two weeks in August. So nice! So you yeah. are coming. I am coming. <laughs> you I am are. Coming, but yeah, but I'm still, I'm still, I'm still trying to, you know, trying to make my summer plans right now is like playing the game Tetris, where I move one okay. date here and I try to find a flight here and all this stuff. So basically, what I'm doing is I'm starting in the north of France and I'm going to work my way down to Barcelona during the month of August. So nice. Yeah, I'm going to so. be in Oporto for the first time oh, in Portugal. Nice. Nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So as you can see, everyone is escaping uh, yeah. their, <laughs> their places to go to the beach. Well, Mariana, we haven't talked in a while, but there has always been news. And obviously, we're going to talk about some of the news items that are coming up uh, yesterday and today. And the first thing I want to talk about is the new away kit. Uh, first of all, your thoughts. The new away kit is gold. And again, this is coming from the FC Barcelona website that it's supposed to symbolize the values of winning the Olympic gold and also to give a nod to the Femini team as well. So what do you think was your first, you know, 
in, what's your first reaction to the new gold awakening? I love it. I love it. To me, it's, I mean, it's, it's beautiful for me, you know? I was on Twitter like, oh, it's so beautiful. And someone, and someone just uh, re replied like, no way. And it's like, what? I cannot believe it. I mean, to me, it's really really beautiful and i love it and i love that everything that barça does is related to the city you know so uh, i love it i think it's a beautiful beautiful uh, away kit and i was like remember did you did you remember like the pink turkish that was yes. that was complicated. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was a complicated away kit, but this one I love it. I love it, and I love it that feminine is gonna use the, the that color. To me, it's just um, wonderful. Do you do you like it? I mean, so my my feeling usually with uniforms is mm -hmm. just don't be extremely ugly, and I'm okay with it, right? Okay. I think, <laughs> I think Barcelona has done that in you know in the most recent of 15 years. I mean, like you said, the pink ones were a little kind of weird. There yeah. for a little bit, you know, but I think for the most part, you know, when we always look at the the first home kit, you know, that's always the first one I'm looking at, and I and I'm always okay with it. I mean, as long as they're not doing something so drastic, like you said, they're always trying to incorporate Barcelona ideas of the city and La Masia and the women's team, like the, for example, the women's team with this with the stripe. Like mm -hmm. I like those ideas, those concepts that they're trying to do to incorporate the uniform to make it not only just a color, but also that symbolizes something. Exactly. So I think that's, that's really cool. You know, when I always think about these uniforms, I always just think of the early 90s and the late 80s of football where the uniforms were so ugly because they had no idea. You know, their goal was not to really sell jerseys. They were just trying to be uh, a billboard for sponsors, exactly. right? But they were ugly that time. But, you know, I would say in most recent times, Barcelona have done a really good job. I'm always going to be always you know i always like it and this i like the idea of what it stands for you know with the olympic gold and giving a nod to the feminine I, I like all the things that they're doing so you know if i had to buy a jersey i don't really buy jerseys it's not really my thing mm -hmm. i would buy this gold kit because i think it's unique because it, there really hasn't been a gold kit ever so nice from one to ten i would say eight let's go with eight. okay that's solid yeah. yeah what about you um a solid eight point five <laughs> okay, there you go. So, so I think I think it's you know I think you know especially for an away kid, I think it's I think it's really nice. It exactly. stands out. It stands out, and also you know that's the thing is, again, I really like the thought process of the behind the scenes of this jersey. I think that goes a long way. So I think we're both in a, an approval for the kit. So yes, uh, we can tweet at FC Barcelona and say thumbs up. The next <laughs> the next news item we have is that Roma will not be the Gamper opponents. Do you know anything why this happened? Because obviously not really news has come out. I don't know if you heard anything of why well, Roma pulled out. Well, Mourinho was trending topic like for six hours in last night. Uh, well, the, the round, they respond that it was basically um, a problem with the planning, but... I don't know. To me, that's no excuse. I mean, exactly. that's not that's not actually an excuse. I mean, they signed a contract. Um, the tickets were like on sale. It's not like oh, all of suddenly mm, I'm not gonna make it. I mean, this is not like <laughs> uh, someone inviting you to the movies. You know, <laughs> it's like this is really important things for fans. We're gonna we're going to see Femini and and the male team. I mean, it's going to be a special. 
I really don't don't know. I know that Barca was like on the statement, like really clear, like without reason. <laughs> the Rome is withdrawn from the agreed contract, and they're gonna take legal actions. To me, that's 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 what they need to do. You know, I mean, you cannot just say yes, we're gonna do this. Um, the the club was tweeting about it. Fans were buying tickets, and all of a sudden, it's like, hmm, we're not gonna make it. So. I don't really understand. I don't really understand, but th to me, that's that's a terrible mistake, of course, from from Rome. I think that's a good point. It's not like they just ask someone to go for pizza, right? It exactly. Is not, all all this is planned out perfectly, especially with the dates and obviously with preseason in mind, because you know this was going to be played in the beginning of August, you know, for both teams to lead into their season. And again, like you said, the club is looking to take legal action, which I think they should, because, you know, this is a big deal. You know, you sell tickets for this. this is an annual event that kind of kicks off this, not kind of, it kicks off the season. You yeah. know, at the Camp no, it's a big deal. I'm looking at the website right now. It doesn't have Roma in there. So I don't know if they're still going to try to find another opponent, but it's going to be tricky now because most of the teams already have their, their preseason all lined up. Exactly. I mean, it's not that easy. Like, okay, let me call somebody else. No. Uh, at this point, everyone just got everything really figured out. So, I don't know. And one important thing is that in August, we know that Barcelona is full of tourists. So, it's going to be a, a wonderful opportunity to sell tickets, to help the team financial. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's, I, I, it's really sad, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, obviously, to bring Mourinho to the Camp Nou as the antagonist is always fun, you know, for that. Of and course. I that's going to be interesting. I could see, especially if they can't find a team to come in, maybe they play Barca B as kind of like an exhibition, as an emergency thing. Because I don't know. My, I, yeah, you're, you're moving your head. But, Mariana, like, no <laughs> other team. Like, August 6th is the week before the kickoff. Like, yeah, yeah. That every team basically is going to have their... Their friendlies already set up, especially with Barcelona heading to the States basically all of July. So that's that's the other tricky thing. I mean, it's, you know, they're going to... They're going yeah, to but Barca <laughs> against Barca B, I don't know if that's like, mm, like, you know... Yeah, but, it, you know... It it's spicy just, enough. <laughs> I, 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 I totally get that. But at this point, it's just to kick off the season, celebrate the Femini, celebrate FC Barcelona as a whole. Obviously, yeah. they're, they're going to be looking for an opponent because that's going to sell more tickets. That's going to get more interest. But it's like you said, it's, you know, we're only talking about six weeks away. You know, that's a yeah, very yeah. difficult, difficult logistical thing. We'll see what happens with the Gamper. All right. The next deal or the next news item is that Barca have uh, activated one of their financial levers, and that is to uh, sell some of their Barca studios and television rights to hopefully bring in some players. I think this is a big deal, especially for the amount of money they're going to get with this. I mean, they're talking about, you know, about 49% of Barca Studios and so forth. Yeah. Again, this is a, a big deal because they're going to be able to get between 205, 215 million euros. That's what it's saying in the news. Mariana, you know, I think this is, this is vital. But at the same time, as I was talking last week with Kim about the assembly that happened with Laporta trying to sell this and get the, and the levers, I'm really nervous right now because... Every day that passes that a player doesn't get signed or nothing happens just makes me more nervous about the players potentially for this roster and the yeah. season upcoming. What are your thoughts? 
I mean, you you have a point, but you cannot even think about signing without this. I mean, it's like, first, we need to do this, first of all, and then only after is that we can talk about the signing and whatever. I mean, even with this deal with Sixth Street, with only this, still the club can't sign anyone, you know? So basically with this, Barcelona is like... Um, Um, not closing with the with a negative um, with negative numbers, you know. They're like, okay, we're we are getting better, but still, it's not enough. And I mean, to me, it's it's a good deal. I mean, Laporta has been like really mm, like cautious with C CVC fund, you know. They were like, mm, I'm not into this because. Everyone knows the situation with Barcelona right now, and everyone is trying to to take advantage, you know, in, in that. Um, so of that, so Laporta has been like, okay, we need the money right now, but I'm not signing whatever. So this seems okay, actually. I don't know if you know, but Sixth Street actually was part of the money for the Santiago Bernabéu. I don't know oh, if you knew about this. I yes. Yeah, 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 and and they're actually working with Spotify and with Airbnb. I mean, these people they really handle big amounts, of, uh, yes, amounts of money. So I think it's really, really positive. Um, they're supposed to. So I think they're signing tomorrow this contract. So in in the office in in the camp now. So first step, important step, but still, um, they need to figure out how they're gonna handle everything that's related to merchandising. That's really important. There's a lot of money in, in there, and after they can talk about all these merchandising, is that where Barcelona can start to think about the signings. I mean, it's like first. Tomorrow they're signing, and I mean they're signing this this contract with Six Street, and then just then, when they sign the agreement with the merchandising, is that Barcelona can feel, can say, okay, now we are in the mercado. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's it's all these steps. It reminds me of uh, me paying my credit card when I was 18 years old. You know, <laughs> it reminds me me paying my credit cards right now. <laughs> it's like it's like paying a little bit just to get enough credit, and then to keep going to get anything that's going to come. I mean, that's you know, like you said, this is so tricky on how they're going to do this. And again, Laporta sold this. Uh, to the assembly, to the associates to vote on this. And so they're going forward with this and hopefully they can sign tomorrow because they need to get these processes going because, yeah. you know, in the news right now, we're just seeing on Twitter that it looks like Di Maria is going to Juventus. You know, there's some reports right now that are saying that he was tired of waiting for Barcelona's offer and he had to make a decision. So he looks like he's going to Juventus on a one-year deal. What are your thoughts? Did you think Di Maria would have been a good fit at Barcelona? Um, yeah, I mean, of course he he's is a good signing, but I, I'm I'm a little bit worried with the ages, you know. I mean, with the age of these players that are like we're talking about Di Maria, we're talking about Lewandowski. It's like okay, they're wonderful, but I need younger people in the team, you know. But yes, of course he he would have been a good a good signing, of course. 
I don't know if you feel that way. I mean, I don't know if maybe because of his age, he he was wonderful with Argentina. You know, he he did wonderful goals. I mean, he's still like he has a thing. He has a still football. You know, but it's not like I'm crazy. I don't know. I don't feel like he clicks with Barca. But no. but he he's a good player. I I like what I see when I see the. Argentinian Spanish, uh, the Argentinian team. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're supposed to be in the World Cup. La selección Argentina. I know we're supposed to be in the World Cup right now. You know that's that's the yeah. thing. Uh, no, I'm not denying that he's not a good player and he can still play in Argentina, but I just don't think. You know, this is the moment. As I keep yelling as much as I can about this, you know. This is the moment that Barcelona has to take advantage of the youth that we have and to continue to go forward with that. I feel like these rumors with these players that are over 32 years old mm -hmm. drive me crazy because, yes, of course, Mariana. For example, Di Maria signed for one year. He's going to have moments where he scores a goal here and there, but we need more consistency. And when you get older, you just cannot have that consistency. Whereas a younger player, maybe they're not as talented, but they're going to give you that energy every match. And that's what we need yeah. right now on defense. And especially, as I always say, does Di Maria play right back? I mean, that's what I'm looking for, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, well, I don't think you are going to have problem because <laughs> I don't think it's going to be yeah, in yeah, Barcelona. Yeah. So, <laughs> so really quick before we get into the Dembele discussion, as we always, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see the WhatsApp group today, but it was going quite, uh, you know, it was on fire a little bit today. Uh, what mm -hmm. do you think about the new contract agreement with DAZN showing La Liga matches here in España? Do you have any preference to DAZN as a provider for the games, or are you going to miss Movistar as being those commentators? What, what are your thoughts on? I like the zone. I yeah. like the zone actually. I mean, they did a wonderful job with the with the female football. So mm -hmm. to me, it's it's nice. And uh, sometimes I feel like they are basically the same journalists in every media because before Movistar, it was being a sports. Of I don't course. know if you remember. So oh, it's yeah. like, but you, but it's still it's like the same people. It's like they're, the journalists are just changing the microphone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so it's based to me. It's okay, but I like the sound. I like the content that they do. The show, so so nice to me. It's it's cool. Did you like it? It, it, it was an important thing for you. Just like with that show you used to watch, Deportes wow. Cuatro, <laughs> was a thing oh for you. Gosh, don't, don't remind me. I have to. Are you okay? No, are no, are you? No, no, how no. are you feeling about this? It's it's one of the things that makes me so sad now when I when I have lunch because. Now now I have to watch Hugones with Pedrol, and all they do for the first 15 minutes is extreme sports, F1 racing, and churadas, right? Like, I don't care I about know. that, you know, because they want people to keep watching for the football. I get what they're trying to do, but, man, I just met, I miss my Deportes Cuarto so much. And I don't know what, you know, Manu Caronio is never going to come back on TV, I don't think, because what I've been reading on the reports, like, that was it. That was his final straw for Deportes Cuatro and everything. But really quick, with the zone, like you said, I'm hoping that the zone is starting to amplify more because they have an agreement to show more games this season. Because I really, like you said, they did such a great job with the women's game. I want them to do that with the men's where they have a post game and a pre game, but like really good analysis because you know, after the match ends here on Movistar, it goes right to nothing. There's no yeah, like, they do, the, they do the, the chat with the players afterwards and then there's no like, 
analysis of what we just saw really right you have to wait the next day right so i hope that the zone can start to put better like pre-football during the week football shows because on moments right now they only show a couple shows and i think it could do a better job uh, so hopefully with the zone you know getting their foot in the door like cut out plus when they first came to spain they did the same thing by having the show um you know during the week to show the analysis hopefully that is because that's something i really like watching i like seeing the video boards and all that stuff all right enough of that let's get into the real deal here really quick to, to end the show and let's talk about, a little bit about dembele no <laughs> really quick really quick because this is the i don't want to talk about but, him. but this is the thing mariana chavi was in the meeting like yeah. what are we doing here chavi really values dembele but it's like it's a really fundamental player i mean the thing with dembele is that we know that he is a good player. We know he can do good things for the team. But I'm so sick of this negotiation like he was Lionel Messi. You know what I mean? It's like we need to stop. If he wants to leave, he can leave, you know? And I'm so sick of he wants to stay. He wants to stay. Oh, he has these wonderful offers from other clubs. Well, if you has this wonderful, if he, if he really has these wonderful offers, well, Okay, then you go. I mean, bye-bye. Adeu. I'm so sick of this. As you say in French, au revoir, right? That's au revoir, you, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, it's like, no, the meetings with the managers. I don't know. I mean, I'm just so sick of talking about him. It's like, okay, I I really am looking forward to this like Thursday at 11 p.m. You know, it's like final minutes. I mean, I want to end with this thing forever you know i mean i'm really i'm really sick of him and you know i even think that he's going to stay you know i think at the end they're gonna find a way and i don't think i mean i always said okay he's wonderful player whatever i don't think it really is that necessary for real i don't think so well, you know, you know my thoughts on it already. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I, I think he's just more headache, and he just doesn't convert enough goals for what you're gonna get. You know, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't understand how Chavi's. This is one of the things that's that's troubling for me because yes, Dembele had one of his best seasons, but a lot of things had to happen for that, right? It was because he wasn't as injured as before, but also. I just don't think you're going to be able to get more from him and paying him more than, you know, I'm just throwing a number out there, 10 million uh, a year, for example, or 7 million. Man, I just, to me, I I don't find the value. And and like you said, I just want him to leave so that he can really see those offers. And then hopefully Barcelona can use the non-demand of him to lower the price even further. Because then if he has no demand on him, then we can bring him back for 3 million. But even that, Mariana, like I'm... I want new blood with him. I've already seen enough. Like, I don't think he's going to do any better. I think we've seen the best that he can do. And it's just not good enough for Barcelona. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, and how do you, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's going to stay? Do you think he's finally leaving? I think he's going to, I think they're, I don't know. Tan, 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 tan. TikTok, 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 right? TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I, for those of you who don't know, that's what they do here in Spain with Pedro and Chiringuito. Yeah. But anyway, they do TikTok. With Mbappé, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like you said, I I could see it going two ways. I can see him getting signed in the last hour, 
you know, mm-hmm. or them letting him go. And I really hope they're letting him go. But when I hear these reports of Xavi being in the negotiation, like what's he doing in the negotiation? Like what, what, what is he doing there? Because mm-hmm. the thing is he should have already told Alemani and Laporta what he wants. And that's it. Like him being in there, I think is a distraction. And also Dembele's agent's going to use that to hike, or, hike the price even further because he's going to say, look, Chavi wants him so bad. So if you want him so bad, this is the price. And Laporta's like, oh, we can only do two million. It's like, well, why'd you bring Chavi in there? Like, I don't, I think it's counterproductive. Yeah. Um, I am so sick of Dembele. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really, I am really, I'm sick of him. Well, we have one final question yeah. for you that we just got from our Patreon group. Which rumored signing should mm-hmm. Barca prioritize first? Lewandowski, Conde, Bernardo, or Aspilicueta, or Alonso? And this is from Ethan. So, Well, I like Bernardo. I like Bernardo, but of course I know that. Um, no, you're saying no? Really? Don't you like him? Don't you think he's good? I mean, he's fine. I mean, I don't he's good. Know. He's good. I don't like Portuguese midfielders. <laughs> 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 I always, we always joke around, my friend and I. We always say, "Is it uh, Bernardo Silva or what's the guy from Manchester United? What's his name?" Yeah, so I always have a joke with my friend. We always say, is that Bruno Fernandes or uh, Bernardo Silva, right? Like, they're kind of like, they just don't do it for me. They don't do it for me at all. Like, they don't, I, and, like, I understand they're good players. If you're looking at the data and the statistics, they're good. Yeah. But both of them just, I don't know, there's something, there's something that I cannot put my finger on. It's, you know, it's like one of those things, Mariana, it's like, uh, an emotion, right? When I see midfielders, it's like yeah. either I, I want them or I don't want them, you know? And when I watch them play, I'm just not impressed of what they can do. Like, I know they're professionals and they do really good things, but in a Barca standpoint, I would have a really hard time cheering for those players if they came on a Barca jersey. Mm, okay, okay. I don't feel exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> like, Maybe, I don't I, feel I don't know exactly why, I don't know the why. same. I, I don't know why I, I don't like Portuguese footballers. Maybe you like, have a thing against Portugal. You have a thing against it Portugal. Could be, it could be because I think it started in 2002 World Cup where the U.S. beat Portugal. And for some reason, it's like it stuck with me that I wasn't a fan of Portugal football, Portuguese football. <laughs> And every time I see these Portuguese players, like Nani, who came through, you know, uh, obviously Luis Figo, like something. Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> claro, of course, of course. There's just something about their personality. I don't know. Their bacalao. I, I don't know. What's <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I just, I, I, I you know, lovely country, you know, but I just, their footballers just don't do for me. Think about Okay. Uh, Andres Gomez, right? And uh, Trincao, you know, all these players that have come through Barcelona recently and just haven't really done anything. So, I don't know. I You like Bernardo Silva. I would prefer, obviously, yeah. Lewandowski if we can get yeah, him. I, I, yeah, of course. I was going to say that, of course, Lewandowski is like the the top. Do you like Joe Felix? No. Okay. You are definitely hate Portuguese football players. But you know, it's a funny thing. I think I like him the most out of all the Portuguese players I've seen probably in the last 15 years. But I still think that Simeone uh, doesn't let him play, you know, the way he should be playing. 
for example, right? I think you agree with me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I wanted to ask you about <laughs> Joao Felix because I was like, hmm. But of course, um, back to the question, of course. I mean, Lewandowski, you know, is like the most important signing at this point. I don't know. You agree with me, right? Well, I mean, I mean, for the media, yeah, for the marketing, for yeah. the t-shirts, for, of course, yeah. the goals. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, you're it's right. important. Think you're right. It's important. I'm still, I'm still gonna put my my flag in the sand. I'm still do not like the signing of Lewandowski. So I'm gonna be hmm. by myself on this. But I just think we have other needs. And yes, I understand the goals and the marketing and all this stuff is important. But I just think, you know, one of the main reasons why we didn't do as well in more competitive matches was our defense, not really the lack of. Scoring. I know. I know. So that's I know. My, I know. So we'll, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Mariana, I don't, we don't, I mean, this week has been relatively slower and I think it's just because it's like, it's going to start ramping up now, especially with preseason kicking off uh, soon. Do you have any last things that you want to share with us about Barcelona, FC Barcelona? Mm, 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 mm. Well, I'm looking forward for the match um, against Manchester City. These tournaments for LA Resource. Ah uh, yes, with the with the former coach Unsway, yeah, yeah, he's become uh, quite the advocate. Obviously, you know, yeah, uh, obviously getting ALS, uh, which is a non curable um, nervous system disease, and you know he has been on the forefront. And like he had a really great quote. He said, you know, throughout my life I just was a coach, and I was just like going through playing, uh, enjoying uh, football and so forth. And now I feel like I have a real purpose in my life to be a advocate for this for this disease because one of those diseases here in spain you don't really hear about that often no uh, i had right? to google before yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. in the states it's it's we hear it a lot there's you know obviously oh. population wise um but yeah it's one of those uh devastating diseases that you know basically takes your whole system away and it's really sad but hopefully uh more of this money especially with this match against man city will help to create more research because that's what we ultimately need along with like other incurable diseases so yeah that'll be yeah, that'll yeah. be an interesting match you know i'm interested just to see these pre-seasons that are coming up especially them going to the u.s i mean they're going yes. all over the world and and just seeing the you know as we've seen in our patreon group that a bunch of them a bunch of our patrons are going to the matches in the u.s so that that should be nice for them and also mariana we have to talk because we could be going somewhere in Europe for a Pena visit. Nice, so, yes. nice. Hmm, will, interesting. I like. I'll tease that out. We're gonna. Nice. We're, we're working on the back to details, and we'll talk further about that. But Mariana, I think we have spoken up of Barcelona. I don't think there really is anything else that we need to cover. Oh. Uh, we'll talk next week, Mariana. Good to see you. Hasta luego. You too. Adeu. Bye bye. Podcast Network.